0: Hold on, I have to sneeze. Bless you. Thank you. Um I completely lost my thought.
1: It went out with your nose.
0: <laughs> it was straight out of my brain. Through yeah. my nasal cavity.
1: Hi, and welcome to another episode of Dungeons & Degrees. My name is Adrian.
0: And I'm Alex.
1: And today... It's just us.
0: <laughs> it's just us. What's up?
1: Yeah. What's up? How you doing? Y'all, y'all guys, we haven't talked in a while. It's just us now. We don't have a guest today. You
0: know, I was thinking about that on the way home from work today. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh shit, like... We don't have to make space for somebody else's opinions. It could literally just be our opinions the whole time. Yeah. Haha. Ha, ha. Yeah.
1: I mean, <laughs> I, there's some people out there. I mean, we just, I don't know. I just like having everybody at the table and seeing who we can get and fit them in. But yeah, it literally can just be us too because that's how we started out. You know, it was just us with an idea. And now we get to talk about our ideas.
0: Yeah. All of our ideas.
1: Yeah. Some of um, our ideas. I also wanted to, t- I mean, today kind of talking about like the creative aspect of what we've been doing besides just the podcast, as well as the things been going on with the OGL. We had our last episode with, uh, Run DMG who kind of, we talked about that for a bit, but also like I've been seeing more and more creators like Mason and VJ Harris, people we've had on the pod before. And, like, their switch, like, they've put in so much effort, and they've put in so much time to have, like, this new licensing agreement chained on them. So what does that mean for us as creators? I mean, we're not, I would say, at this point, we're definitely not just a DG podcast. We're mostly <laughs> really a DTRPG. We talk about everything. And also, I don't want to be associated with that shit that's going down.
0: <laughs> think that's fair I mean I think like any other player who starts playing Dungeons and Dragons that D&D is just the tip of the iceberg for the TTRPG just like our podcast may have started in the Dungeons and Dragons because that's where we felt safe but now I mean mm-hmm. it's all the same thing I'm just looking at different numbers and different ways of looking at characters on paper but they're all the same I mean like they're different, right? Like, I don't want to take away that magic, but they're all the same.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we're still t- t- telling a story at the table with yeah. our friends. So what if the math looks different and the way we, we interact is a little different? We're still same, like telling that same story with the people that we enjoy to be around. So I think this this change isn't going to be too much. We might have to learn a different math system, but we're still going to be telling similar stories d and d did not make the story happen. We made the story happen
0: and I think that's an important thing to think, think kind of... about yeah. <laughs> um, It's important to think about when we talk about something like the o g l because like Eric talked about with us and then tweeted out after d and d the game is different than d and d the company. It's not the same thing. sure they have the license and you know. Rah all of that right they have that sure they make money off of that for us at the table yeah. it's gonna work it's going to change it's going to be different period i mean if you're not producing like dungeons and dragons content for the internet or for media then you could still i mean get away with playing D and and having your own house rules and doing whatever you want to do so really the OGL like is getting a lot of space and surface to in these conversations but I mean who are they who is it really affecting not undermining the content that comes out with their creative processes at all but like if you want to play a TTRPG then you could pick up Dungeons and Dragons right now and it'd be okay. Now we're a little more aware of other games being out there so you could learn how to play D &D and then you could go find and play a different Mm -hmm. game or you could say okay well let me just steer clear of D &D and then go pick up a different game half of it we got to remember like contextually who's thinking about this content
1: right it's usually the the third party creators that are being really affected by this to those who are just like consuming a cat like casually just just the base like let's play the game not let's play homebrew let's play this let's play that hey you know what i want to make a living i want a podcast you know those people aren't going to be as affected other than you know the change of how they monetize the game later literally you can just go back to basics of like one of us just needs to buy the book and, and that and that's it like we don't need everyone to have the same copy the same book like also, there's fucking pirating. Which fucking do that?
0: <laughs> if millennials didn't sail that ship, I mean, I knew how to tie. I know how to find all that shit at like eleven years old. So sure, we're gonna find the rules and find the ways to break the rules. Mm-hmm. I did see while while we were talking. I pulled up just the OGL nonsense. Yeah. Just Google searched it. And saw that there is actually a, as of recording time, uh, January 18th, there was a conversation from the executive producer on d d about what, uh, just issuing their first, I'm sure, of many apologies. It's,
1: it, they've had so much apologies <laughs> in the last year.
0: <laughs> and they're starting Kyle. off
1: strong.
0: <laughs> so he apologized, like the too long didn't read. Um, says that Mm -hmm. let me start with an apology we're so sorry we got it wrong and you know what maybe kyle doesn't sound like a douche in real life but for for this reason kyle's gonna sound like a douche our language and requirements in the draft ogl were disruptive to creators and not in support of our core goals of protecting and cultivating an inclusive play environment and limiting the ogl to ttrpgs then we compounded things by being silent for too long. We hurt fans and creators when more frequent and clear communications could have prevented so much of this. Okay, yeah, and then they're they're listening to us and they're playing one D and D playtests. Uh, that doesn't okay. Okay, so here's what we're expecting so far. On or before Friday, January 20th, we're they're going to share new proposed OGL documentation for rules lawyers to get their shit together and read it. After you or like review, actual fucking lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> don't bring a rules lawyer to a lawyer. No, don't bring a regular lawyer to a rules lawyer, lawyer fight. Mm-hmm. Um, after you read it, you can fill out a quick survey... And then share any feedback, and then the survey will remain open for two weeks. And then they're going to get back to us this on the results. Like this,
1: this has very Elon Musk, <laughs> hey, I have a survey for you guys. Energy that's going on right here. Uh, that The first survey had too many bots in it. Too much hate. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try it again. That's what's going to happen in two weeks.
0: Yeah, so so there. I mean, the, the amends have been made, so then... Yada, yada, yada. Any changes to the OGL will have no impact on at least these creative efforts. Your video content, whether you're a commentator, streamer, podcaster, live play, cast member, or other video creator on platforms like YouTube and Twitch and TikTok, you've always been covered by the Wizard fans' content policy, which is how I assume everything has been getting... I don't know, because it says that Okay, so this policy, right? So you can click on it, and you can look at this content policy. Number one, that everything is free. So you can't Uh require payments. You can't sell or license your fan... Okay, so you can't sell it. You can't sell it.
1: Jesus. Nice. Um, already downvote.
0: I I have a question. Negative karma. Well, I have a question about that, because, like, Dimension 20, technically you... I guess you can find it for free, but then, like, okay. I guess that's how they get around it. Like, eventually you can find it for free. Which is why they can play Dimension 20 behind the paywall? Question mark? Mm -hmm.
1: Or there's other content behind the paywall that's not exclusively just D&D.
0: Maybe that's it.
1: Is our loophole going to be that you can't, like, take a percentage of our cut because we're not just that one thing. And you also don't have the numbers to back up that you think that... Th- this percentage of our content is receiving this percentage of the the, the viewership. So I, yeah. I feel like that's e- that's an easy out. Yeah. I mean, unless they start sharing numbers and shit.
0: Um, it also, how you have to have that it is unofficial Wizards content. It's not approved or endorsed by Wizards. It's always been right. third party. Don't hurt others. Don't hurt Wizards. Do and then no bad stuff and then safe sponsorship because they understand that equipment needs to be subsidized or can be subsidized so as long as it's not harmful to wizards you can do that so i think technically following their rules that they have they have set forth everybody seems to be okay in the producing of the content not necessarily the like writing supplement stories which feels, um, uh, mm-hmm.
1: feels weird. I mean, does that mean they have do they still there's that big thing of like them still having that IP of like control over any third party stuff?
0: They're, they they could. They could. I mean, we talked to Dark Dice and they had that issue too where they were they had to mm-hmm. change some of their things, but they didn't make them right. go back and fix it. So I think you know, if you are not following their rules, then you you can go back and f- or you can just continue it from there and fix it. It goes on to say that any changes to the OGL will have no impact on your accessories for your own content. Um, nice. So your minis, your novels, apparel, dice, and other items related to your creations, characters, and worlds. Non-published work. So, commissioned work, paid DM services, consulting are not affected by the OGL. So, you, Adrian... I that,
1: can... They have to specify that. that. That just makes me feel uneasy. Like, I didn't think, <laughs> oh, your work that you do under our game, it's not not affected. I already thought that, but you brought it up makes me feel like it was. And yeah. I, am, I am concerned.
0: DMs guild contents... Uh, The content you release on DM's Guild is published under a community content agreement with the Dungeon Masters Guild. That's not changing. Any of your OGL 1.0A content will not be impacted. Your revenue or your ownership of your content. You will continue to own your own content with no license back requirements. So everything up until their official posting of the OGL, you own, Mm -hmm. which is cool. Like, that's nice, right?
1: (laughs) Uh, So so they've taken away the the stipend of, like, anything you have made is going to be affected by this thing. Now it's everything before our decision is going to be not affected, which still sucks because it feels like that means after this point, there's going to be a change. Yeah, uh, at least that's what I'm hearing from what your statement is. That's or I'm not your statement. The, the, the
0: if you everything. Google search, well, really, if you Google search OGL, you're gonna find I'm sure articles linking to what they're saying because I found mine off of Polygon that says D and D leadership mm-hmm. issues a fresh apology, details and next steps to update the OGL, and then it's linked there. I'm sure it's also linked on the regular, but. That's that's what we got right now from seven hours ago, which is neat. How do you feel about that? Like, going forward in your game, maybe your professional experience. How do you feel about that?
1: I have to change what I'm doing. <laughs> in all honesty, though, like, have uh, my idea of what need, needed to change as... Like, I wanted something fresh anyways because like, I feel like everything that has been made for this game has been made already, um, and potentially, because I'm seeing so many books come out and so many like really cool creators. So part of me is just like, well, i got to make something else that's going to be more in tune with what I do. So instead of making my world more D&D-esque, I'm going to have to deviate more into what I think is... The best because, like, I have a stream and I get some subscribers, and it's that's monetized, so that apparently I'm good. But anything new I create, if this thing happens, it's gonna have to be fresh. We had a conversation uh, for my other podcast coming together naturally about, like, do we still want to play D&D? One, we've already finished our arc, we can change systems. And figure out what we want to do next. That way, we're like, and part of me, like, immediately just the hesitation of like, ah, this fucking so annoying, because I have to learn a new system. And they're like, well, we can help. And I'm like, I'm the DM. I got to do a lot of the prep work already, (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I have to change how I go about, how I want enemies to be made, how I want these these players to be in social interactions and have to figure out what avenues they have opposed to just the ones that were already in front of them with a new system. So it just seems like a big ask, but I understand the need to change. My first response was like, I think we should wait till we see any more Fallout. Uh, but the, <laughs> that was like two to three weeks ago, and now that this has all kind of come out, I'm like, okay, you know what? Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Let's change. Fuck them. Um, so it's affecting that content too, but to be honest, like, that 10 minutes within that time frame of me saying no, fuck that, I was like, alright, well I do want to play this X, Y, and Z, I did want to try out this system, I did, like, there was more positive coming from an idea of, like, fuck no, to okay, you know what, I can do this. I am able to. Like, I already thought about, like, three different stories we could create deviating from what we already have in order to make it a, a bit more, uh, not less seamless change over, but a more practical one opposed to, like, these are the same characters, but we're changing things up because, like, one, you're still going to have the names, the races and things that we have in it. If you bring in some new players and some new storylines that we haven't met... Then, we can play whatever game we want to play. And it'll feel like this new change doesn't seem like our, our, the heroes that we know are going to be changed immensely due to, a, uh, what's it called? Due to the change of system. And then it's more like our heroes changed because more time has passed because Adrian's brought out a, a new team to play with. And then between then and there our heroes will be different for story reasons now included because I I don't feel like I could change the story and say I'm changing the system now and it makes sense and to be honest I can just do it I really can't but I don't I feel like I need more time progression for that to work that's not true I just don't like the idea of just oh this is be so dated. Oh, they started their arcs between twenty twenty two to twenty twenty-three. Yeah, I see. <laughs> um, but yeah. It's gonna it's getting underneath uh what I need to do. I mean, look, we've had people on that have alternative systems. We literally had uh Green Ronin with monsters and masterminds or right, monster masterminds. Adrian, edit that out, say the right thing. <laughs> Are you looking it up?
0: Mutants and Masterminds.
1: Mutants and Masterminds. There we go. we Masterminds that came onto the podcast and was like, also, we're looking for writers. Like, like listen, this this could be an opportunity for me to, to change where I'm at, to join something new and become more present in a different space. I think that'd be interesting. I think that they're more superhero. But still, a new system that doesn't fuck, um, doesn't have any, like, hey, your content might be monetized by somebody else because they own this X, Y, and Z. Gives me a little bit more breathing room about my creations. Yeah. And it's it's not like I haven't been working on new stuff anyways.
0: I mean, it's a good time to change. I mean, I don't know if I would feel... (sighs) This feels akin to, like, being a Harry Potter fan in 2023. That... I don't feel like I want to completely give up Dungeons & Dragons because it still has brought a lot of joy. And in personal games, it's not a it's not a bad system. It's not something that is impossible to work with. Mm-hmm. So I think if someone were to reach out to me with a project and say, hey, we want to play D&D, I don't know if I would say no. Right? Right. I know with the other, my other podcast, we were we're starting to look at a different system entirely, um, but we took a break because our DM needed to take a break, and so I think we're scrapping our original recording, and then we're going to start with a new system and then with new characters, which is fun. Um, but you know, just like you were feeling a little like anxiety of changing to a different system and than having to create engaging storytelling to be media that is consumed by other people. That's a little scary. Like, I I know how a character works in in d &D. and I sort of know what I can do. You know, going and playing, like, Thirsty Sword Lesbians with you, I'm like, ah, this feels wild and chaotic, and I don't know. So I think... I think I'm I'm going both ways, like. But yeah, I mean, I I I would be more open to learning, and I I have broadened my horizon on what is out there. But I don't know if I'm completely bought in with never playing Dungeons and Dragons again, and it's being it's evil, and we can't touch it because people make mistakes and they are shitty at apologize. Well, okay, hold on. Now let me start adding all the they, shit are together. Apo- they are shitty at. They're shitty at apologizing. Them. Fucking Kyle, what the shit were you doing, bruh?
1: I mean, there's that one one of the apologies where it's like, we both want. And I'm like, mm, cope. Sure, 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 sure.
0: I mean, but what, at the end of the day, what do we really want the corporation to do?
1: Stop being a corporation.
0: Just Stop being apart. a corporation, which is very hard and difficult to do in a very, like, white supremacist, capitalist country. Mm-hmm. Pushing forward. In this, in this hellscape that we have. So, like, what do we really want from this? My phone's want... yelling at me and telling me to change the the wallpaper, and I feel offended because I, I keep the same wallpaper all the time.
1: Why do I, What the fuck? Bitch, That's I don't want to one.
0: change my fucking wallpaper. Leave me alone.
1: I don't have any new art from Lee. <gasps> um, let's see. I, no, I don't think you can... You don't have to stop for your home games. I think that just the public consumption of it is what needs to change in order for you to feel safe in the space. So, I mean, I feel like for now, my my streamed game is going to be fine for now because it's just monetized that way right now. Until I figure everything out, I have other things going in the fire anyway, so it's it's fine. I've been toying with this kind of like... It's not a... It's not a game, more of a practice in improv with other players. Uh, I'm calling it right now Campfire. It's essentially just storytelling at the very base of it. I want there to be some sort of, like, you have a sword, you have a scar, you have, uh, like, a, a kink in your leg where you just, like, kind of limp a little. Like, the, your gait's different. Like, I want some some descriptive thing about you and I want it to be attached to other players like this is kind of like yes anding the people around you like I remember when you got that scar um, and then you know you go back and forth like or I'm still glad my gift to you that sword is still around or still works is, is treating you well things like that I want to figure out how to potentially gamify it to have like this improv practice And it's probably gonna have to deal with tables or things like that but also want to make sure that it's personalized where like i i want to choose x y and z because like i don't want like ah i remember that scar it's because um you did something bad or you did something like i don't want it to feel like you're hurting the other players on purpose with these things like I need to find some safety tools to make sure that everyone's happy with who they are and that the story is kind of amicable. But I think it's also kind of a good tester if if the party is cohesive or if the party can work together. um, In in a way that would show off in a storytelling setting. And then if they're just not into it or they just can't figure things out. What are some things that I can put into the game to allow them to understand anything can happen? Um... As long as it's in the realm within y'all's friendly banter kind of thing. So I'm trying to figure something out like that. And and that doesn't have to be D&D specific, right? That's any story. I mean, any movie you see, like, the, the, the character development happens at the campfire. And and these things, like, what happened there? What, what happened? Why do you uh, have that rusty old six-shooter? Like, things like that. They're just stories develop there. And I feel like it's a very interesting way to potentially use in order to grow together as people who want to tell stories.
0: So what it sounds like is you're trying to take the improv game, yes and, and throw it into like an RPG co-system? System System that, uh, what am I thinking? Like a session zero system? Potentially just like a session a,
1: zero. Yeah. This could be further on, once you guys feel comfortable within the skin of your characters. This could get put into any kind of uh, game where y'all are sitting around anywhere to tell a story.
0: I mean, it it could be something like a campfire. So it, you could just theme it around like characters sitting around a campfire, and here's what is going to happen with your your playing. Not to give you a theme or whatever, or, or workshop I'm sorry, I was
1: confu- <laughs> I'm, sorry, I, I'm just trying to fit like it in, in like the play that you guys want to have kind of thing, right?
0: Well, I mean, just... Okay, so here's what, what I'm envisioning and <clears throat> what you're saying or what I'm hearing is that you could create a set of rules or game right within the game, right. regardless of the system, that if you were to theme it, and to make it easier and accessible for maybe newer players to that actually... That don't have, like,
1: improv training or things yeah, like that. Yeah,
0: just to, like, call it, like, the campfire game or or something like that. Because you're right that there's a lot of dialogue. There's a lot of things that happen when players are at rest. Or there's a lot of backstory that's told through people sitting around a campfire.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Waiting for the door of the Mind's of Moria to open up, right? There's a lot of stuff that happens there. So... Mm if you just run with that idea, I think that's, that's a really cool idea. Like that's a really good idea.
1: Yeah. I, you should go do it. Like... We
0: should stop recording and you should go do it.
1: Okay. <laughs> I might have something out. Um, I think I might put these two videos, uh, this one and Ryan's out for first, because this thing's going to be relevant now and then after it's going to be dead. But also like sometime this month, I'm going to do some preliminary stuff for our, like higher tier patrons of like, this is what I have as an idea, the, the template so far. Um, and then just every month, I want to give some sort of like update. And I kind of want to like every month have some sort of like, or every three months like have some sort of like mini game or some sort of cool thing that I'm working on be sent out to show that I'm like, yes, thank you for supporting us, but this is what your support looks like when it when I can use it, when I can kind of like put it down to paper.
0: And you really, um, really thrive under a deadline, too. So I think having uh, yeah. an actual deadline to follow also would help you create this game. Yeah.
1: So I'm excited. That's yeah. my first idea.
0: I like that idea. Now I have
1: to figure out how to do a fucking murder mystery thing that <laughs> I've been working on for years.
0: <laughs> uh.
1: Now I don't have to worry about being a D&D-esque. Now I can, I'm free. I'm free from my shackles.
0: <laughs> just run wild. It's a, it's an it's a naked Adrian in a field of flowers just
1: Hell yeah, dude. That's feeling... my natural state, dude. If I didn't have to If I didn't have to, dude, I would. Literally my grandma walked in like, "Hey, can you help me with my light?" and I'm just like in bed. And I'm like, <laughs> what? And she's just standing there. I'm like, "I need you to get out so I can put clothes on, please." <laughs> oh, I love you, grandma.
0: You know what? Grandmas are...
1: Let me get changed.
0: (laughs) Grandma, me put pants on, please.
1: Uh, I mean, I feel like with this thing, there's been so much... With Thogio coming out, there's been so much new ideas, like almost like a renaissance of newer games, because people want to kind of, like, support something that's going to support them back, right? For those who who are not as casual and are more uh, creative in this field. So it... I've seen Cobalt Press bring out Black Flag, which is they're going to be their TTRPGs, and Matt Covell's good, and their MCM something or other is making their own thing for TTRPGs. Like because that their stake in this game was threatened, they're like, "Don't worry, we have a plan B. We're all GMs here. We're going to figure something out." <laughs> <laughs> So I'm super excited to see what's to come. I feel like there's going to be a lot more game, different games going to be played out there. And yep. I am going to play them.
0: <laughs> I'm going to play all of them. Yes. I did. I did. Because I like um, Steve Jackson games. I like playing Munchkin and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see that Steve Jackson has one that's been out since 19, like the 1980s. So like in 1986. Is it GURP? It is GURPS.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Have you played GURPS? Have you played with no, it? No, I
1: have not. But I've heard of it, and it's one of the things that is on my radar.
0: I think that's fascinating. That You know what? These things have been out, and we just have been blinded by the dungeons and the dragons. It's because there was so much content
1: for it. It was just there. It was at the ready, and peep, it was it's promoted sexy. so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that fucking corporal money making those advertisements sexy. <laughs> Those fiends! God damn it! I know sex sells. Go fuck yourself, okay? Then <laughs> you guys visit the OGL, which is like a chastity fucking belt, and we're like, "Fuck that! We want the sex!" <laughs> and we jump to something else. Sorry, like, my grandma's like right there, and the other like uh, that wall. That's where we're recording
0: I... she'll know. She knows. It's she'll now.
1: I'm so glad she hasn't got batteries for her hearing aid yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she just like turn it down while she's like sleeping. <laughs>
1: Or off. She's <laughs> got a little devil dog in her room, dude. That I bit my finger, swole up so bad. I'm like, I hate this dog.
0: You meant a real dog, it... and I thought the food. <laughs> I thought Wait, the were... devil dog. I thought you were meaning that she has like a literal, like devil dog, which is a, a chocolate cake with like a cream, like a like. You know, if you took, like, the soft Oreo and just, like, lengthened it, and then it's been around Mm. forever. I don't know if y'all had (laughs) devil dogs. I'm not. My family's not from the South, so we knew. I know what devil dogs are.
1: Um, Hey, in in the comments, or in our Discord, tell us if you know what the fuck that is, because I've never heard of it
0: before. Oh, my God!
1: I thought it was some sort of, like, spicy hot dog or something.
0: No, it's chocolate. It's so good. It's like a, like... They're Drake, so it's like the the Eastern Seaboard's version of, like, Hostess. Mm, gotcha. Tasty Cakes. Shit like that. Do you know what a Tasty Cake is? Uh,
1: uh no.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they are here. I'm not I, a
1: sweets guy. I'm not uh, a sweets guy. This isn't an age thing. Not a guy? Right now. What do you mean? What do you mean? I'm not a sweets guy. I've never been a sweets guy.
0: Hey, I'll ladies. eat a brownie. Hey lady. That's it.
1: Oh my god, what the fuck?
0: I got a man for you. You like sweets? Why? Good. He's never going to eat them. You want to play role playing? Great. He's got a book for that.
1: <sighs> <laughs> it's called the Kama Sutra.
0: I'm just <laughs> oh my gosh. Not a sweets guy. I can't trust like nope. I, I go I can't trust not a sweets not- guy.
1: That's fine. You never need to trust me.
0: <laughs> no, it's I just do. I'm here. You're in my. You've, you've come to my house. Yes, I do need to trust you.
1: That's. Should've I mean. inventory, you, you had have known inventory that
0: <laughs> No.
1: That's not like I have. Are you walking around checking things? I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't I have even probably know. Probably socks.
0: I wouldn't even know. I have your hat, and that's all I know. Because that's an still, added thing. I I, it's oh still. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's over there.
1: Oh my gosh, I keep (laughs) losing those damn things. Didn't I just, like, pick up a hat from your house and then, like, left another one?
0: Did you pick up a hat? I don't, I have my hats in a bag in my closet, so unless you went through and and picked it up in the closet, or you picked up some random pair of mini ears that are on the wall, like, that's all you would have gotten. No,
1: definitely not, that's not my, that's not my shtick. Not your thing? No, I don't want ears.
0: You have ears, too. Um,
1: Uh, okay, uh, let's get back to talking about you having all my hats. No, I, I found. I had. I brought two ads and I. I brought one. I think that's what was in my head.
0: Okay.
1: I brought one back. Fuck, what were we talking about?
0: Steve Jackson. You said something
1: about. Uh, Steve Jackson and GURPS, yeah. Yep. And I got this cool book called. Using the Fate System called. Uh, I Hunt, which is just like. Killing monsters and. Barely surviving. And I'm like, hey, that's that's me, barely surviving. <laughs> and it's in, like, modern day era.
0: Ten Candles does that barely surviving shit, too, right? Or not surviving at all? Well,
1: yeah. Well, yeah the the It's less of a apocalyptic thing and more of a, like, hey, we live in a, a shitty hellscape, so on the side, opposed to my regular job, I also have to kill monsters to make rent. Kind of thing, like it's it's in the modern era. For for ten cancels is like uh, you will die. <laughs> you just have to make a good story about you dying.
0: What are we playing? I just got a. I got the thing from Noah, former guest Noah, about mm-hmm, using mm-hmm. the slayers system, which I have no idea what that means. It just says slayers. Oh, it literally says slayers. <laughs> It's literally slayers. See,
1: there's so much stuff that we still haven't even touched. Like we we have people who who heard of it, who have played it, who have talked about it, and we're like, what? The three games that I've played is Ten Candles, D and D, uh, and Thirsty Sword Lesbians once, which is very embarrassing for me. I. I
0: What's the one I need where to play you're? More games? You're an animal and you fight the witch. We
1: played that.
0: Uh, have we played that?
1: Yeah. The these the, the one-page systems. Um, shit. The Witch is Dead. There we go. The Witch is Dead. That's what it's called. Um, and then there's, like, oh, there's so many cool one-page one, one, uh, one systems that I want to try out sometime. Like, there's so much still out there. And we shouldn't just be, like, you know, just because this happens with the OGL doesn't mean that... The fun's over, you know? We still can have fun with what we have. I have so many fucking books I haven't even opened. Like, (laughs) because I'm like, ooh, they're pretty on the covers. Like, I gotta have it. And I'm just like, I don't have this book. It was all in my fucking Amazon wishlist shit. And now I'm just like, oh well. I need to fix that. I need to delete that shit.
0: I mean, technically, I have bunkers and badasses right next to me that is still unopened. I mean, it was opened, but not like untouched. It's mostly untouched. Yeah, um, I perused, <laughs> and then I've got the, I've got a. I think it's still D and D though, so I have some modules like the Pride yeah. and Prejudice, the Jane Austen module. So
1: why don't you run those? Why? Have, where's your Where's your friends?
0: Uh, you're right here, Adrian. You're right here. Jesus. You're,
1: well, you don't think uh, Noah's a friend?
0: I do think Noah's a friend. I don't
1: think Lucy's just, a friend.
0: I just think they're busy. Listen, I don't. I'm. i do I You're don't,
1: saying you think they're busy. You know you can figure it out if you ask them. I
0: I know that, but here, okay. So let's unpack. We can unpack that. I'll unpack it on air. Yeah, That's we're fine. gonna unpack
1: this. Yeah, we got some time.
0: For me to say that they're busy, not only encompasses like me just trying to be considerate of somebody else's time, but like mm-hmm. my insecurity if you will on playing the game and like am i prepared enough when i bring people to my table to allow them to have a good time in the space that i'm creating because like i know that if we all just hang out like it's fine we'll figure out something to do and talk about but like if Mm -hmm, i'm specifically mm -hmm. setting the mood that i want to be the most prepared obviously once again this is a current trend that i just want to be the most prepared for my players. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Okay, I won't blame it on my players. I want to be the most prepared for me. It's me. I want to be prepared for me. It's my fault. I'm the issue.
1: Because you don't want to let anyone down.
0: I don't want to let anybody down. But really, isn't the issue that I don't want to let myself down? I'm gonna be like, ah, oh, I could have done that better. Which that's always going to be the conversation, isn't it? I'm always gonna be it's always gonna like, be
1: part of it, though, right? Right of, like, learning and figuring things out. Like, just because you're prepared doesn't mean that you could have been better in one aspect or another. You're dealing with un, uh, untenable variables which cannot be controlled because they're other beings. Like, you can't control the outcome of what they're gonna do in a day-to-day basis. People's moods shift and change all the fucking time.
0: My tism say says like, I... I can control all the things.
1: No, no, sh- <laughs>
0: shut up! No, you can't. As an empath,
1: I say you can't. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> 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 You're never gonna be ready, okay? You're not... Listen, I I had that. I had that hard truth hit me where I almost like didn't want to play DGRPGs again because it happened like that. Where I was like, I prep. I'm ready. Let's go. They don't want to do the thing I just prepped for. Uh, fuck them. We're going to try even harder to do the thing. Oh, they're fighting back. I spent my morning preparing for this game, and now they just wanted to not do the thing I wanted to prepare. That's on not communicating with them, to be honest. And two, feeling like, because I only prepared this thing, anything else deviating from this plan is not good. And that's not true. Deviating from the plan is kind of part of the game when you're dealing with humans.
0: DMing not is alien. DMing is very much like teaching that you do all this planning and then you get to the session and mm-hmm. then the children are just yelling at you because they don't want to do the thing. They want to do something different. But rather than being able to shift and change mm-hmm. places with something else. You have staff and admin that yell at you because you're off book.
1: <laughs> yeah, fuck them. Ah. Uh, I mean, I feel like I had to do that with my job. You have to be on book. You have to make sure you're on book. Kind of like uh, Because the government said so. I'm like, fine, fuck it, whatever. And I get there, and I'm like, I'm on book until they say something that's not even on the book. You're like... <laughs> With my knowledge of how things usually work, let's try to figure this out. Like, I have to fucking wing it sometimes. And it's like, you're winging with people's emotions? I'm like, yeah! Because I can't read their minds. I'm never, if, every time I say, yeah, I'm a psychology major, can you read your mind? Can you read my mind? Uh, it's, it's not that easy. You have to go with what experiences you've had that connect with them, that would make sense for them, that may help. And you have to take everything with a grain of salt when you're speaking to them, because your experience is not going to encompass all of what they've experienced, because our our experience on Earth is so unique that we can only generally give some sort of help, some sort of idea, and some sort of reassurance that what I'm saying is going to help you, because we're all different. We're all going to react differently. We're all going to take in the information differently. And in the end, the outcomes are going to be what they are and not what we usually plan for.
0: And, you know, it's sometimes hard to have conversations with people in general, not just people in crisis or just people who play TTRPGs. But it's hard mm-hmm. for people to take the step back and really understand like what it is that affects them and what may be beneficial to them. Because sometimes you just don't have the answer in front of you because of whatever situation you're new, you're thinking about something else, you want to drive something else. Maybe it's just a misinterpretation of the conversation. But even giving yourself that slack, not slack, the relief that some people just don't have the words to help, help you help them. Right.
1: And that's going to be the case. So we might not ever be ready for what game we play 100% because the people we have at it may not be as responsive. I feel like this goes more towards people that you just met versus people that you have been playing for a while because you have an understanding with what's going on and how they're going to react. But at some point, there's going to be a day where they're like, I'm off my game or I'm not feeling too well and you're not going to know what they're feeling. (laughs) Um, But yeah.
0: You triggered me into thinking something, and then I, I forgot it, so I guess it wasn't that important.
1: Uh, it is what it is, dude.
0: <laughs> it is what it is. It fucking is what it is.
1: But no, I'm excited to try out these new games. I'm, I'm excited to be a different kind of GM.
0: Well, at least the controversy has sparked a new interest in TTRPGs. Mm-hmm. And maybe it will spark a renaissance. Or a golden age. Or whatever. And, and people playing... Like, Stranger Things did, but then, like, in less of a corporate, media-driven kind of way.
1: hmm I feel like... <laughs> I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens next. Because I feel like what we do next with this game is going to... Or not with this game, but like TTRPGs, it's gonna like set off a whole different aspect of what we've been doing. Like people are gonna be more creative. People are be more willing to change and to, to look at other things and to be open to the idea that maybe we have other things to do. I'm excited of what's to come.
0: I'm also kind of excited to see how uh, Wizards uh, digs their shit out of this time. Like. <laughs> I'm just interesting because, as like a PR standpoint, that seems to be a common thread, that you take too long to say something. And so, I mean, should we really be mad and upset because they're doing what they normally do? Are we shocked? No. Are they at least attempting to make amends with people who are worried about their content or about things that they're doing business-wise? They have to. I mean, at least they're at least they're talking about it too. So. Mm-hmm. Would we expect more? Sure. Would we like more? Sure. Should we expect more? Probably not. And go fucking do that goddamn survey. Like, if you really are feeling passionate about this, Mm -hmm. like, go, dear listener, go do the survey. Because, I listen, I'm always this. Are you a survey person? I'm a survey person. Oh, my gosh. Are you? Do you? No. If you give me a survey, I will fucking fill it out. I will fill... Uh, just this, I'm just as passionate with the five stars or rating, you know, the highest you can out of our customer, ser- customer service and everything. Because, like, half of that is, like, the actual feedback to, like, people's bosses about, like, yes, this person is not a shitty person. And, like, that's the only thing. If you're a shitty person, you get less than five stars. If you are... Not a shitty person, five stars all around. I don't give a shit. We could have fought and I would have given you five stars. Like (laughs) if you made a solid point, if I was just being the dick, right? Same thing with surveys that if you're doing a good enough job, like I'm going to tell you how I feel. I've never, and I especially, because I think maybe with my job, I get surveys a lot of through trainings and through just general field testing of how we feel throughout the year the climate surveys or whatever but i think if you're going to send out a survey that there's a way to use them effectively there's a way to actually see what is going on but as a survey survey taker you have to like you don't have to do shit right i mean but you don't have to do shit but as a server taker taker you should have a understanding of how that is going to be used and like the most effective way that you could word things to help steer whatever it is in whatever way Mm -hmm. so like don't just say like great job because nothing's gonna fucking change like you're doing amazing great nothing's gonna fucking change but if you really have a detail on like how it affects your life or like what you're frustrated about. So like what the OGL, like, what are you really frustrated about? And not that just everybody on the internet is yelling about it. Like legitimately, what is the thing that bothers you the most? Articulate that. And hopefully, you know, something will happen, but if it doesn't, it's okay. Like you did your due diligence and trusted that people are also going to do their due diligence. I roll my eyes at that too. Like, (laughs)
1: <laughs> you have to tell them you're rolling your eyes. I
0: know I know what I'm saying. <laughs> Otherwise like, I'm
1: cutting that audio because I can't hear it.
0: <laughs> I roll my because like if I and I, I know roll my I'm, eyes too. <laughs> I know I'm different. Like I, I know that my my brain works just differently than regular people. Just okay, like I I, I care a lot about shit. I took that Disney training to heart and said, okay. If I get feedback, this is what I'm going to do with it. And then I actually take the fucking feedback. <laughs> I may cry about it, but I'll take the feedback. And, like, it's important to know maybe how things are are seen through other people's eyes. I don't know. It's fine. But that's... The, the moral... Too long, didn't read. If you skipped past me rambling for the last three minutes or however long Adrian makes it, well... He's editing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's only going to be three minutes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The too-long-didn't-read is take the survey, don't just click through it, like, give out some actual reasons as to why you feel certain ways, and don't just tell them they're doing a great job, because there's enough people screaming on the internet saying that they're not doing a great job, but give them a real reason, not just that your friends are also screaming... That you were also screaming. That like articulate it, please. Why are you screaming?
1: Why are you running?
0: Why? And you know, I mean I'm sure the D D Beyond canceled subscriptions helped.
1: Oh for sure.
0: Unless it was your livelihood, don't do that. Like unless this is this is how you make money.
1: Listen, you've probably made a lot of like purchases. Figure out how to take those purchases and put it in a separate drive and then Canceled. But yeah. I'm there's sure some people there's out there not a cares. Reddit
0: thread off that too. I'm sure that doesn't Nowhere. exist on Reddit. Never no. would
1: Reddit tell us anything.
0: Why would Reddit do that?
1: Scandalous at all, ever.
0: You go find your nearest computer science major and you just check in and see what books they have on their drive. Just check. Just They probably have one or two rule books. Seven or eight rule books. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Probably, maybe I pirate don't know. The
1: shit out of everything, unless pirate, they're small.
0: Pirate everything.
1: <laughs> We're living in the fucking end times, baby. Those fucking steel.
0: I sort of miss those on the beginning of DVDs, though. Of like the don't pirate shit. Mm-hmm. There was one season of the, Doctor the Who the that had a really solid shit. one. Yeah, but the the like, I don't know. I I just you remember... wouldn't
1: download the car ones.
0: No, I no I have like I listen I. I'm a good Tell kid. Me.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> so I have a lot of DVDs that I did not pirate and I just didn't I didn't have a lot of that. But I did have a series of Doctor Who and I don't remember I think it's the first series of Matt Smith where the the FBI not it's not the FBI cuz it's BBC. Whatever the don't mm-hmm. pirate video was was outstanding. It had that like energy of like an early tiktok video or or of like an alamo draft house pre-show thing and um i think about it and then i i don't have that dvd anymore so i can't like relive it and then you can't just like yeah. look up the pirating video from the first season of matt smith as the doctor like it just mm. <laughs> it's not the same no it's not
1: Oi. Dinner's ready okay
0: are you... I'm recording. Sorry.
1: Wow, Mom. It's okay, wow. Mom. Thanks.
0: Thanks, no, I'll be... No, she
1: can't hear you. She can't hear you. I'll be there
0: in four hours. Three and a half hours.
1: Yeah. Uh, depending on if you get stuck behind traffic.
0: Nah, fuck it. No traffic. No rules. <laughs> it's late. I could get it.
1: Yeah, it wouldn't be too bad. you just yeah. end up in my house when me getting back from the gym. I have to go to the gym after this. I didn't wake up. I you know what? I, didn't,
0: I did that same thing. I didn't do yoga this morning.
1: I'm going to do that after I eat. I'm going to go.
0: Ugh. I hate working I out that. after eating.
1: You know, at this point in time, I need a little bit of like food in me. Because last time I went without, I just felt like... I felt like my gains were lacking. Dude. <laughs> no, uh... <laughs> I, I felt like I, I just was like, I was like, oh, I'm still hungry. I'm just hungry, and I'm I'm using energy, and I'm just more hungry.
0: <laughs> There's something to be so, said about having to lift weights and, like, needing, I don't know, energy to lift weights or whatever.
1: Dude, cardio, sh- Like, I, I can lift weights and not be super sweaty, but, like, as soon as I do a bit of cardio, mm-mm, game over. I looks like I have a two-toned jacket. Like, it is it is dark in the middle, and then wherever else the body doesn't touch as much, it's light. It's a normal color.
0: That's fine. It feels good, You don't though. wear, like, yoga pants to the to working out. I have some yoga pants that I realized when I run, it just looks like I wet myself. Like, it's just sweaty. Jesus. It's, what are you gonna do? Uh,
1: no, I don't wear yoga pants. Um but I do need something that really, like, I, you know what I'm jealous of? Like, those mid-waist things, because, like, I got, like, I got a chub. That sounds bad. I've got, I've got, like, a (laughs) bit of, like, stomach, and I kind of, like, I want it to not be, like, over my, my pants sometimes, or, like, I want it, my, my back end to not siege crack, so, like, I I want some of those on, on occasion, but, uh. They don't usually make them for men. You're like, just fucking draw the draw, drawstring, draw okay? Just fucking... You're good, okay? There's just no way crack's gonna show. pair
0: of leggings. Just go... I'm afraid. Over. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. You probably... Honestly, it's probably only like an XL. Because that shit stretches and it... You know? Uh,
1: yeah, I, I do... I think I'm, I am... Losing weight. Oh, I mean, technically, of course I am. Because I'm at, like, five pounds lower. And I fucked up. I didn't do work out workout for ten days. And I came back and I was like, I'm afraid. What's about to happen here? Um, and I came back and I was like, you're still, like, 1.1 1. 1 heavier. And I'm like...
0: Hell yeah! 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 Permanent loss! Yeah! Go get yourself some uh, leggings. They're great. I don't know
1: where to look or, or the sizing. Because I got to fucking... I'm going to... gotta tell you i'm fat so i got a fat ass that's just part of being fat
0: (laughs) what is your what's your uh if you i mean you can cut this out obviously all this what's your uh pant size what's your your waist size i don't
1: know right now okay it was at one point before i gained like a lot more weight it was like 44
0: what's your gym what's your gym pant size
1: the ones that i'm wearing right now these these, they just have XLs on them they don't have like a, a size or anything I wonder, oh, actually, I could probably look it up. Fucking Anyways, let's men, wrap this podcast men's up. Men's
0: wear. God damn it. Um, Honestly, from what you're wearing, I'd probably just go up a size. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever it is, especially in, like, girl, just go up a size. And I think they make, like, dude, like, running pants. You may yeah. just want to look up, like, running leggings because I know, I mean, like, Runners, dude runners wear a dude runner. It doesn't matter if people dude who feel runners. more comfortable with men's clothing, they have the runner leggings, stuff like that. Right. But just don't get like light gray ones because I have light and those are the worst ones. Those are the worst. sweat? A crotch sweat. Also? Yeah. But I guess you're going to be wearing shorts <laughs> over them. So like. Well, if I'm going to.
1: I'm, like, my leggings should go far enough where I only, because, like, I only wear shorts and then my jacket. I don't wear anything underneath my jacket because it's just going to be soaked anyways. Yeah. And also by the time I'm finished, like, doing anything, any exercise, the fucking, like, I have, like, tanks, they're already rolled up and it's like I have, like, a fucking sports bra going on. That's the
0: worst. Ugh. I feel that.
1: (laughs) So I just go without anything underneath my jacket. That's fair anyway so we have dungeons and degrees
0: sometimes an exercising podcast
1: sometimes adrian's trying to get fit okay he's trying not to be the 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 fucking stereotypical bearded gm (laughs) at your table (laughs) looking for snackies
0: (laughs) (laughs) what is your dm snack i don't i don't eat you don't eat okay
1: I don't usually eat. The last time I ate was just, like, a whole fucking pizza. Like, we're just eating pizza, and I'm like, yeah! Like, it's, not, it's not ideal. I, I swear, I swear, it's not ideal. I'm talking too much to fucking go eat. I drink shit ton of water. That's usually it. There, we ended it. We, we came full circle, you know? I <laughs> we did. came Listen. back.
0: You're welcome. You're welcome. Oh, I guess, Adrian, where can they find you? Uh,
1: They can find us. And usually me, a dungeon in degrees. No S. You know what? That, no that degrees help on us
0: dungeons. Too. No degrees, no S on dungeons, but the S on degrees.
1: Yes, yes. So one dungeon. I feel dungeon gonna help us.
0: And several one degrees. D- single
1: dungeon. A lot of, two of us. <laughs> we got degrees between that's the two of us. A lot of
0: paper between us.
1: Yeah. A whole lot of fucking money spent on those papers. it's <laughs> uh, fine. Yeah. Yeah, find me there. Twitter, Dungeon End Degrees. I feel like I'm doing your outro at this point. I was just, uh, I was literally
0: deck. many like, what you, where where can they find, like, you? You, Adrian, the uh, human. Well, that... That,
1: but, but that is me, though, at Twitch. I know. It's usually me playing Dungeons and & Dragons, and then I've also started playing some Disco Elysium right now. Really cool. It's, it's like, a lot about the mind shit, but, like, <laughs> this guy's, like, a recovering drug addict, so it's just kind of, like, it's tough. <laughs> because like part of his brain is just like you know what you need you need to buy some more booze to v- celebrate your victory and I'm like oh shut up shut up That's not it I, don't <laughs> I just want to be a good guy
0: <laughs> Uh so where you can find Adrian on Twitch you can find me on our TikTok um at <laughs> what cost I don't know but I have a I have a journal full of stuff and you'll see me pop up with whatever terrible advice I can think of about the day um, otherwise you can find us literally on all social medias. Like we said earlier at dungeons and degrees, please rate us five stars on any sort of podcasting app, whatever you listen, listen to us on Apple Spotify. I don't know what the the options are just five stars because we're really not that bad. You listen to one episode, give us that five stars. We're doing our best and you're not an asshole. And like, I can feel that through, through mm-hmm. the computer. I can feel that you're not an asshole. So, Five stars, please. Um, if that's literally not enough and you really want to put those tax dollars to good use, you can also join us at our Patreon at patreon.com backslash degrees. Adrian's going to start showing off all of his wares. You have ad-free episodes. How yeah, all my
1: clothes which... that I bought for the gym. <laughs> Ooh, you know what?
0: Fashion show. Fashion show. Um, so help us grow our, our baby podcast into a full-fledgling Podcast where dungeons or uh, wizards of the coast can't take our money because we're not saying anything negative against Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, we're not.
1: Yeah.
0: We just want them That's to be fun. better.
1: That's yeah. D- do better. Forehead. Oh, real quick, uh, we had a, I was looking through our, our podcast, I was like, is any of else, anything else need five stars, or we'll show five stars, but because, like, I've already owned the podcast, it's not going to say, hey, do you want to put five stars? I can't, I can't. But anyways, there is a review on one of those, like, not mainstream podcast things that we've sent out, and I'm like, thank you, listener, for just putting down our So I really appreciate that. I didn't write it down, I was just super excited, I just had other things to do.
0: <laughs> Thank you, random listener, for sending us a review on a small podcasting app. Yeah, we appreciate you, especially you, the most. I hope nothing but the best through this twenty twenty three. I hope it's like 22. Noah. I hope it's Noah or it's somebody. It's not. It's
1: not. <laughs> it's someone we don't know.
0: <gasps> a stranger? Hell fucking yes! Yeah. A Listen. Stranger dear stranger if you made it to this episode and you're still here and you're like that's me please please add us on twitter please yeah please
1: tell us tell us the twitter
0: let us know what you did
1: Mm -hmm. all right are we good we're gonna wrap this up i'm solid all right well thank you so much for listening my name's adrian and i'm alex go have some fun